This is the Swarm Unplugged podcast, where we get to know the bee social community and encourage others to join us. With hundreds in the community, we want to get to know all of you better. From the newbie to the expert to the project partners, we will be learning who they are and how they can best benefit from bees social. I'm Christopher Knight, so let's get started. And there you go with a short intro, which is all right with me because today we have some very, very special guests on, uh, not the least of which is our special co-host, Tony Kay. And we have a couple of other special guests, Josh and John. You know, in the last episode, you noticed that uh, Tony showed that he had uh, not uh, drank all of the bottle of uh, whiskey. <laughs> And so I, uh, I thought he, he actually shipped it to me overnight, and I decided, well, why not? You know, have a little fun. Have a little so there you are. So I want to thank the person who sent that to me, our celebrity co-host. That is our special guest. <laughs> celebrity co-host is Tony K. And I'll try to sober up before the end of the podcast. We'll just see what happens. And now here is our co-host, Tony K. Well, thank you. Thank you. And everybody, I am so pleased that you're here today. And I do want you to know that we will have a breathalyzer here right after the broadcast. And I will let you know how Chris, uh, how Chris came out. We're going to I need all the help I can get, my friend. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> Absolutely. But now we also have some other folks that have joined us, and we've already had some fun with them. <laughs> Even off camera, on camera, and everything else, we've had some fun with them already. And our special guests are John and Josh. Welcome, Josh and John, to the Swarm Unplugged podcast. It's good to have you here, my friends. Absolutely. Good guys. to be here. Great good to be here, here. yeah. Yeah, you you've got uh, you got to put up with us, uh, irregardless. You got to put up with us, and with uh, a co-host that's uh, also a, uh, a police officer from London. I uh, have to be careful what I say and what language I use. Very very important. Now, uh, I'll ask the co-host here first, though. Uh, there's a story behind that hat. Is that right, uh, Tony? You know that they claim that if you have one of these hats, you took them off a policeman. And I can neither confirm nor deny that that could have been the story behind this hat. And I can neither confirm nor deny that there could be a name on, inscribed on the inside of the hat, as they do. And I can't reveal that at this point in time for uh, disclosure reasons. But uh, let me just say to you that it is authentic. It does work. <laughs> and that breathalyzer thing I told you about, we are going to definitely uh, enforce that later on. It is. I think it for not all of us, right? <laughs> it doesn't apply to guests at all. No, 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 not to guests at all. All right, uh, Josh. It's still breakfast time here. <laughs> it's a little early to be drinking. The old statement, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere, friends. You know what? Yeah. I, you know, I remember when I first got to know you, Josh, and it was on the uh, the night programs, and you came on. You'd always say, "Is anybody here? Anybody? Anybody get the microphone on?" And I kept, it's I kept, quiet. Saying, yeah, it is quiet. And you kept saying that. And I finally came on and said, well, hey, Josh, you know, how you doing? How you doing? Until I finally uh, uh, tagged you as a town crier 
of the nightly meetings because you would always get it start getting shook up and and on the road. So that's the reason. See, your title on this is the town crier of Crescent City. Now, I think everybody in the world lives in Crescent City, don't they? It's uh, at least everybody in B social. And you're trying to hook, yeah. you're trying to hook Tony K into either moving or being a part of Crescent City. What's that all about? He needs to get out here and go fishing. Take him out on the ocean, not one of them little tiny ponds he's on. Now, oh. is, is that oh, a threat or is that a promise? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I, promise. I promise you we can make this happen. It may not be as fancy as the boat you build, but you'll have just as much fun. I guarantee that. Sign me up. Chris has got to come with us, though. He's got to be a part of it. I'm not more the merrier. Hey, everybody! I'm trying to get a pool together right now to get Chris's plane ticket so he can make the barbecue. There you go. I'm I'm right behind you, buddy. I love love the sound of that. Andrea's willing to fly out for it. You guys should. (laughs) Well, uh, it. Well, uh, Tony could do a live, you know, he could live walk around, talk to people, and, you know, and put his uh, put his hat on and and do all that good stuff. Do a live broadcast. Yeah, he'd be security. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be security at the barbecue. Uh, Can we do a live when he's hanging over the side of my boat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you don't get seasick. So, we don't somehow, because it's windy. Somehow, I don't think he has seasickness in his body at all in the process. Mm. Uh, always, uh, uh, Philip says, always great fishing in Crescent City. All right, let's dig a little deeper here. Josh, let me dig down deep into your soul, as they say, right? Uh, <laughs> where did you come from, for goodness sake? So, did, did, were you born or hatched? Which was it? No, I, I was born right here. Uh, I was actually born in Eureka, a little bit south, but uh, I was raised my whole life here in Delmore County. I did a little time in Alaska and Reno, Nevada, just traveling after high school, you know, but I always came home for grab season. But yeah, I pretty much spent my, most of my life here in Crescent City. So you have you have a degree in uh, Fisher, Fisheramas. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's about it. School of Hard Knocks. Yes, sir. How about, how about family and so forth? What's going on there? Yeah, I got a, a wife and two kids. Um, you know, my my parents live nearby. Uh, most of my family's from this area, so I got a lot of family around here. There's probably a few watching right now. There are a lot of people local that are pretty excited, and there should be a few logged in. <laughs> I hope we're not just talking to a screen. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we were earlier, but that's all right. Now, John, how about you? Well, how long have you been around? <laughs> Uh, I've been at Crescent City my whole life, pretty much. I, my family uh, moved over here back in the 60s, and my grandfather started a commercial fishing business out here and crab pot building business, and uh, we've been here pretty much the whole time, my my whole life, you know, in and out, little spurts here and there, but for the most part, this is my home. It's where I've been. I've got uh, a lovely wife who, Tony, you've actually talked to her before, Tanya. She's from your oh, country. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got a couple boys here and uh, and a daughter, and and we got a bunch of grandkids running around. So, uh, we planted our roots here. Still, we'll stay. Tell us about that in the background there, would you, John? <clears throat> so, that's a picture of my boat. We actually, uh, so we built that boat. Me and my grandfather in my driveway. Uh, after the original Stormy sank in the tsunami back in 2011, my grandfather found this hole and 
we decided to build a new crab boat out of it. And uh, this is a picture of the middle of a rebuild. We re redid the wheelhouse and, and uh, some of the structural stuff on the bow of the boat there. And uh, a guy came down. I found this picture in an art gallery, actually. Um, but that's my baby. That's uh, the boat I'll never get rid of, no matter what. It was uh, probably the last project me and my grandfather uh, will do together, but it was fun. Wow. And what's the name of it? The Stormy 2, of right. course, after the infamous Stormy 1 sinking. Wow. <laughs> that's that's an incredible, uh, uh, you know, heritage that's going to be passed down, I'm assuming. It's pretty awesome. I've got, uh, you know, now I'm moving it down and, and my kids are starting to jump on board and, and they're going to learn how to run these things and do this thing, hopefully without me one of these days. Excellent. So you said you got the family uh, coming up behind you to take care of business, huh? That's the, the we've been working on that. We're trying to get these boys whipped into shape so they can learn how to do this. Yeah, I don't want to do it forever. His one son, Carl's already bought his first boat. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But, so Tony, it, but I, don't I want know to you buy know it. a lot about fishing. So. Tony, you know a lot about fishing. So let's, you know, tell them, tell them, uh, Ask them, tell them some of their fishing stories. You can tell them some of yours. You know, I really want to find out. I think Josh has been, uh, you know, saying a lot of stuff about fishing, and I've seen a few things about him on YouTube and everything else. And I don't know if it's really him. I mean, you saw the intro. We saw what he looked like in there. So I, maybe I've seen Wellington, you know, rubber boots coming out and everything. So why don't you? I'd, I'd love to know what you actually fish for, because supposedly you do sardines and crabs and salmon and. <laughs> Tell me about it. I really want to hear about that. I've done a lot of fishing. I've done uh, jigging for tuna. I've done dragging for bottom fish. I've long lined. I've shrimped. I've crabbed. I've crabbed everywhere from Half Moon Bay, California to Kodiak, Alaska. Um, yeah, I've been all over the entire West Coast of North America. I've traveled through Canada and stuff and stayed in ports there. Uh, I got 21 years into it, so I've, I've done a lot of fishing. Wow. You know, th those words that you just said about all those lines and all those, that sounded like a bunch of diseases. Are you sure that's that's the right thing? <laughs> I just want clarity. Yeah. I, I need, yeah, I need stations and <laughs> the story here. You know, you've got to be a bit more detailed. So tell a us, bit more how, detailed. <laughs> tell us how, how what, what is that some of that lining and what, what's that terminology mean? I mean, you know, give me, give me some more details because you lost me. I'm, I, you know, man, I wish. We need to just show the videos. That'd be the easiest way to describe it. But uh, yeah, there's a lot involved to fishing. It's real hard to just sum it up in a couple of words. Um, crab fishing has been my passion. I've never missed a crab season in 21 years. Wow. And uh, after so long, it's weird. It becomes a part of you. This year, I thought I might miss the season due to uh, my wife's coworkers being exposed to COVID. We were uh, at one point thought we might be locked down and I was going to miss crab season. And it kind of upset me. I mean, I was... I was pretty close to bummed out and you know even if we say this crypto world does go good and i don't have to work anymore i imagine i'm still gonna have to go crabbing i mean there once you it's go. in your blood it's it's kind of a part of you you know it's hard to to walk away from it or not do it 
So I need you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if uh, if you have a bad crab season or a bad or a good one? How does it go either direction? <laughs> oh, it's always different. Like funny enough, this year was probably one of the worst crab seasons I've ever seen out of Crescent City. It was it was pretty rough. But I have a phenomenal construction job that I do in the summer that pays my bills. I mean, it's not, and a lot of us guys like me and John that have done it forever, we know to put money away during our good seasons so that during our bad seasons, we got some more cushion, you know? I mean, after this amount of time, you learn the little tricks to the trade, you know, just like anything else, there's ups and there's downs, you know? And I think that's probably why a lot of us fishermen aren't scared of the crypto space because, I mean, we're used to highs and lows. So for us, it's kind of normal, you know. Biggest gamblers on the planet. Yeah, we are. I mean, we invest thousands of dollars before we ever even untie the boat. So for us to throw a few grand in Ethereum and watch it drop by 20% the next day really isn't that shocking for us. I mean, they'll knock a dollar off our crab price sometimes because some country quits buying it. and. I mean, we're used to those kind of fluctuations. And so, I don't know. I think it made adopting into crypto a little easier for us. Wow. Wow. Wait, you have a shirt on there. It says uh, the Crypto Corner Crew. Is that what it says? Yeah. So, there about six months right. ago, about six months ago, when we first started with B Social, there were so many people needing help getting wallets set up. We kind of set up a weekly meeting over at my house to help people get people in, meet up and do stuff. And then it really exploded. And now we're all doing it. We're all I'm helping people. I'm not part of it. This part is the that. first time I ever seen this shirt. I didn't even know. It These existed. are the first two that were ever bought. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so just helping everybody out, man, you know, getting people into the space and, and trying to educate people so they don't mess up. I mean, you, you'd hate to see one of your best friends send five grand to the wrong wallet or, you know, make the wrong purchase or any of that stuff, you know? And so it's nice to be able to contribute. You know, there's a lot of people on these calls that have contributed to, to us and it's nice to be able to repay it to the community, you know? For sure. For sure. So would, what would you say uh, with you two guys, both of you, is there, is there 20, 30 people around you? Or, I mean, I know Crescent city is, oh, no. is the mecca of. No, I've, I personally probably set up about 125 wallets so far. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and, I, haven't, I haven't done that. I've probably done, you know, 40 or 50. Well, what yeah. the heck? Wait, I'm stumbling through it. I don't even know what I'm doing yet. I'm still <laughs> helping people. It's crazy. I have to call him all the time. Hey, uh, this guy's in trouble because I screwed it up. But, you know, we he's, get through it. He's the young whippersnapper. You should have, uh, you, you should be ahead of him. Now, don't let him in. Don't let him do that. You take the reins. Show him what it I is. actually, I need his daughter to come over and just run the computer for me because <laughs> the kids can do this easily. I haven't figured it out. Uh, yeah, My wife likes to call me a high-tech redneck. <laughs> I've, I've been called a lot worse than that. So tell us about right. Tell us about your daughter. Is she involved in any way or how do you? Oh, yeah, you Totally. She uh, she actually listening to me help people so much and get their wallets set up. She went out and set up her own MetaMask, wrote down her own seed phrase, wow. got all the way into where she was signing up for Coinbase and just wasn't old enough and didn't have a bank account. So she brought me the hundred bucks and was like, Dad, I want some M2. So wow. I don't know. She may be the youngest M2 holder that bought her own M2. <laughs> so if I need help, I have to get her number to call. So, you know, one, one oh. of the one of the things that you've probably heard is, you know, we've got ladies of crypto and everything, and we got kids of crypto. We're going to have to tap into that entrepreneur of yours because. Oh, hey, I'd love to put her on. She's a good kid, man. She, those kids are proud of this so easy. Like little kids just whip right through everything. They Before I can even tell them what to do next, they've already done it, moved on to the next thing. So, right. yeah, we need their help. 
Some, sometimes lessons come in small packages and you know it, 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 it's crazy how that is so uh, I'm uh, that's fantastic to hear and I think we're going to have to take your daughter to the next level as far as getting the kids in crypto because as you've heard that come up Richie was really uh, big about hey I want to see kids in crypto so we're going to have to get your your daughter online why don't you tell us what her name is Mallory I have two daughters Mallory and Benelli all right well how old Benelli Benelli's five years old. And Mallory's has, eleven. Has Benelli got her MetaMask yet set up? I mean, what, what are we <laughs> no, but I have a MetaMask set up for her. When I made my first, every time I make a purchase of M two, I throw ten thousand into in a wallet for them. Just you know, if it goes up, it might be a little college fund later on. You know, yeah. hate to count your chickens before they hatch, but I'm pretty confident it'll do all right for them. Yeah, or your crabs before they get caught in the net. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason they call it fishing and not catching. You know, this is, uh, it's always interesting when we have everybody on and just to find out why in the devil you got involved at all. I know somebody talked you into it, but I mean, it had to be a little bit of a question mark, didn't it? You know, as far as a, yeah, this has got to be a my story. It's strange, you know, nobody does this, you know, all kinds of things uh, that pop in your mind, right? You may take a little bit of this. Go ahead. So he got me into this and, uh, we were just down on the boat one day and he's showing me this. Oh, I got in Bitcoin years ago. I had, but I, but I passed up an opportunity. I should have bought all these. And I'm like, Oh, well, it sounds neat. Josh, show me what you're doing in crypto. So he showed me he made 50 bucks or 40 bucks off of something. So I opened the wallet and, uh, I got my crypto.com going and I was making a couple of bucks and then we ran into Richard, like we, I think we talked about this earlier. We ran into Richard Hopkins at, our, at a restaurant out of town here. And uh, he heard us over talking, you know, how we made $20, $30. And that was the day we got introduced to uh, Bees Social and what was going on over here with Opus. It was uh, an eye opener for us, really, but it was pretty cool. Uh, too bad for Richard that he's now got so many people involved that work for him that he doesn't have any employees left anymore because that was my summer job out there. And now I'm doing this. Thanks, Richard. <laughs> yeah, well, that can happen, can it? Yeah, but but you you had to be so you had to be somewhat skeptical at first, weren't you? You haven't well, heard me. This guy, when I first started trading, well, it started for me way back in like 2011. A friend of mine told me to get into Bitcoin when it was sub dollar, and I laughed at him. I told him, "I'm not buying your video game money." Like I totally blew him off. And then, you know, when 2017 hit, it skyrocketed. I looked into it and I was like, man, what a retard. You know, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have passed up on that opportunity. And so I turned around and I started educating myself on it a little bit. And then when this bull run started, I jumped in, you know, and we were, like I said, having one of the worst crab seasons we've seen around here in a while. And John sitting here watching me make 50, 60 bucks a day, day trading. And, you know, I, I took 300 bucks, turned it into about five grand pretty quick. And then that's when Richard ran into us and overheard us talking about it and got us into be social. And I got to admit, these last few months have been very good to me. Very, very good to me. That's great. Yeah. It, it, yeah. John, I heard the skepticism. That was only brief, though. It seemed like you, you gave up pretty easily. <laughs> well, because he was giving me a hard time at the other end. You know, every time I say anything, if I had any questions, he gave me such a hard time about it that I was you know, afraid to say anything anymore. Like, I want to. What kind of investor puts money into something don't know anything about it? I just wanted to ask some questions, you know. But hey, he's happy now. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm content. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. 
Um, that's that's what that's what happened to Tony. He you know he he just said, oh, I don't know anything about it, but you know here's a little bit of money. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, Tony's not going to speak. Okay, okay, Tony. <laughs> All right. Uh, this, this is the quietest he's been in a long time. I'm kind of well, scared yeah, I, here. I don't know what he's up to. I, well, he's he's plotting something. That's the only time he's quiet is when he's plotting something. Yeah, and I think there may be a surprise or two uh, coming here even before I'm we get for him. this podcast. I'm getting nervous. I'm waiting for him to change hats and come out with one of those big furry, you know, uh, the guards there at the, uh, you know, what I'm uh, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the guards at the gate. Yes, of the of the uh, uh, not the capital, but the uh, what the, the well, mansion. Yeah, they 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 have them all over, but it's generally the queen's guard is what they're called, and they're there called they're called busbies. Don't know why, but they are. So like, yeah, <laughs> so you're buzzing. <laughs> yeah, very good one. No, the big furry one. You know? Oh. I've I've ordered two of them, uh, one for each foot, so I can be taller. You know, so I don't know how that's going to work. But I'm going to try. <laughs> well, you better get pretty big. We're not short people around here. Us fishermen are all big guys. Need <laughs> be right. Absolutely, it helps. Yeah. No question. So so tell me, John, uh, your um, you you your your wife is involved with the crypto space as well. Yeah, she is. She's got her own wallet set up. Actually, she's got way more in it than I do because uh -oh. I have to ask permission and she don't. So, yeah, her, her wallet's loaded. And, uh, you know, I got these little grabs over here. But, yeah, no, she's totally into it. In fact, we sit down every morning and nearly every morning and uh, we have our coffee and we watch the videos from the day before because usually this stuff's happening while we're at work or whatever. Back when I used to work. <laughs> so, but so uh, you, yeah, you told that story. I think that you said you had coffee every morning, and that's when you guys go and do your uh, partner, uh, going to visit all the partners. Is that right? And and yeah, uh, tell me your wife's name. I know that we see her on on the cast. On I mean on the shows. Her name's Tanya. Tanya. Yeah, and yeah, she's here probably watching. Yeah, and and she's uh, she doesn't sound like you. She's got a different accent, hasn't she? Yeah, it's more like yours. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she's, so from, uh, she's from the right from side of the pond. Is that what you're saying? You drive on the wrong side of the road, so I don't know if that's the right side of the pond. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. I drive from the right side of the road, and you guys, we're just trying to teach you. And you know, when normally people are coming in the opposite direction that, that I'm coming in, they they learn pretty quick because I kind of got a big truck, and so. I stay on the right side of the road, and it's the left side, as far as I'm concerned, that's the right. You guys have it all wrong over there. I've been there. You can't even cross the road safely. I'm always looking the wrong way because the cars are coming from the wrong way. It's, it's not right. Two sides around, you know. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. There you go. Yeah. Well, we we uh, we love that uh, Tanya's involved, and and uh, and of course you and. I'm still not sure about Josh. I haven't. Uh, we're, we're That's all right. You're going to get plenty of time to get to know me. Josh, I'm going to be a thorn in your side. I saw that video at the beginning here, and boy, I tell you, I need to replay that because, I, again, I, all I see is that 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 rubber boot. I don't see any crabs, so I don't know. Hey, you know what's funny is we do pull up all kinds of crazy stuff in our crab box. Really? I mean, I've oh, dude, I've pulled up beer bottles, baby dolls, clothes. 
I mean, the most random stuff. I mean, anything that'll wash down a river and end up in an ocean. I mean, you can only imagine the stuff that's out there, you know. We caught a golf ball the other day. Yeah, they caught a golf ball the other day, you know. I mean, you pick up some of the craziest stuff out there. You know, I found license plates and just all kinds of random stuff floating around out there. Actually, if you remember back in the day, there were some guys down here that, that drug up some some uh, some pot. <laughs> it they was, did. They it drug was, up a, a was brick old. of marijuana. Yeah, a <laughs> seaweed. Yeah, a big old cellophane brick. So, so you know what? That's why you didn't have a good catch this season. It was such a big brick that you guys haven't got back to doing fishing, and you you know you got. <laughs> Well, yeah, you Coloradans, we know how you guys well, are. Well, it is mile high for a reason, right? And, uh, <laughs> and that's the excuse I can use. What's your excuse? Come on. Now. <laughs> we live in the Emerald Triangle, pretty much. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you get it just driving down the road around here anymore. Yeah. Oh, you can smell it everywhere. There's oh. so many farms around here. It's yeah. you smell it everywhere you go. Yeah, I, I took a helicopter up and blew my mind. What? what yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely. It's crazy around here. Yeah, I thought Colorado was something, but that was that was something else. So, you know, it's funny you say that because um, one time when I was in um, Costa Rica, uh, depending on which side of the water you're on, there's things floating around and supposedly it's bricks, like you said, or or should I say they're the size of haystacks and they're, they're, they're cocaine or whatever it is and they're like, just ignore it. They act like it's not even there and they just swim around it and stuff. Now, you know, if I'd have been there, I'd have grabbed it myself for sure. But yeah. <laughs> Go get yourself another truck. <laughs> well, just, just to do the right thing with it and confiscate it, right? I mean, that's all I've yeah. done. I mean, nothing else. Lock that up at home safe, yeah. <laughs> So what else have you guys done? You know, I, 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 I need to know something because I can tell you that I've been told these fishermen stories that sometimes there is a, a mermaid or two. Have you ever seen one of them? Be, be honest with us. No. Yeah. I, I have not. I don't really yeah. believe them. <laughs> they are real. And I believe in Bigfoot too. Is it? <laughs> if you saw what? one, you wouldn't admit it. So anyway, would you? He knows his wife's listening. <laughs> she yeah. said I could bring one home. <laughs> yeah, <I get it. laughs> well, we saw one you had on the mantle in that uh, opening uh, uh, shot. So uh, you know that's proof positive that you had one at one time. Right? Had it mounted. You remember that video when you seen the guy in the orange yeah, jumpsuit well, we looked like uh, a leather please, suit? Please. That's what he wears. Right. If, you had it, if you had it mounted, please be careful of your words. This is a kid show, okay? <laughs> uh, hey, I warned you. I might not be able to keep it PG-13, you know. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, You guys are awesome, though. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to be in this space, man. This group is just so phenomenal. Uh, the, the whole B Social community right. is just awesome. All right. I'm, I'm looking for the wizard to speak uh, in you to speak now, okay? I want projections. I want numbers. I want when it's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I, only thing I want to know, Josh, from you is when is it going to hit a dollar? That's all I want to know from you. 
When's and it going to hit a dollar? Go hey, like Richie's famous at saying, you know, in the next few days. <laughs> <laughs> it's all going to happen in the next few days. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing, because if it happened... Uh, in the time frame that we want it to happen, we'd have already missed it. So it's a good thing. Right. Did you just take a jab at Richie? No, come on. I'm just playing with everybody. <laughs> you did. Can we replay that? Because I need something. i got to hold something against Josh. I need some ammunition. <laughs> there you have it. Oh, man. Hey, I'm hoping to get more involved here. I've actually been talking with a couple other guys from the B Social community from this area, and we're talking about doing some kind of like Saturday morning, you know, podcast, getting guys together, just BSing about the community, you know. Wow. And uh, I've even picked Christopher's brain here and asked him if he'd be willing to give me some pointers since he's the podcast king here. And uh, yeah, just help expand on the community and, and help it grow, you know, try to pitch in as much as I can. Cause like I said, this community has been very, very good to all of us. You so. know, it's funny you should say that Rick is the podcast king. It's really funny that you should say that. Don't you think Chris? <laughs> the outcast king, is that what you said? Podcast <laughs> right now, king. Rick. Yeah, he is because, you know, I'm, yeah, I'd, like, I'd like to see a little bit uh, more about what these guys do. What would you, wouldn't you agree, Tony? You know, I I hear a lot of chit chat, but I, I want to see something. I, I I'm a believer in what I see. So yeah, you know. I do too. I do too. Let's so let, let's take a look. <laughs> it didn't quite play right. <laughs> I did a better editing job than that. I promise. <laughs> you, got, you got the gist of it. Well, you showed me the proof. I wanted to see the proof it put in, and there it was. So you know, now now I can't question you i just got to figure out if i can uh, see that firsthand i want to see that oh we're gonna get you out here and in a pair of bibs we'll take you out there and put you to work you think you're scaring me but you're really not i'm just oh, i'd love to put you on the wet side i'll run block we'll see what you got I'm All better right. at the block. yeah he says that he breaks <laughs> shit i'm smooth he's just fast all right i'll drive <laughs> excellent hey there's my wife <laughs> But, oh, it's awesome. Uh, Tony, why don't, why don't you carry us out of this podcast and we'll close this episode of Make Your Pitch. What would you like to say, guys, before we close out? Huh? Just how grateful I am to be here. I am very, very happy to be a part of this community, to be included in this group. I mean, just an amazing experience and really, really happy to be here. Yeah, me too. I can't say any more about it either. I mean, these guys that I've dealt with since I've been in this are awesome. We uh, we have a lot of fun together, and everybody's helpful, and we seem to all be better people just for being here. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Well, I tell you, we really well, appreciate we, you guys. We appreciate having you on today. That is for sure. And uh, even with the uh, the bumps and the bruises, we're happy to have had you on today. And on behalf of myself, uh, my co-host. Tony Kay and our technical director, Rick Shear. I'm going to wish everyone a, a great afternoon and a, a great ride with Be Social. As we close, always remember to listen, learn, and give. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Swarm Unplugged podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button and leave us a glowing comment. Gravitate yourself to be on the podcast so you are the next one to introduce themselves to the B Social community. See you on the next episode.